Well, good morning. I'm Bishop Robert. Come on in and have a seat in my study. Let's you and I spend a few minutes together and consider a verse of Scripture. My hope is that it speaks to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And I hope you'll be back often. Welcome. Have you ever thought of the people whose mobile number you have? In today's world, having someone's mobile number is the key to direct access. Your message bypasses the inbox, which might be screened by an assistant or a staffer. It goes directly to the device that the person likely holds in their very own hand. But that's not the real test of access. The real test is the answer to this question. Will they take my call? I have some rather significant cell phone numbers in my phone. (laughs) Rather amazing ones, actually. I mean, the list includes one current and several former heads of state, some celebrities of note, archbishops galore, and a fairly broad mix of CEOs. But to be brutally honest, I have no misconceptions about whether they would take a call from me. I mean, Some would, of course, but by and large, the first words out of their mouth if they looked down at their phone and saw my name on the call screen would more likely be, who's that? Not, I've got to take this. Our verse today says, the Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. Thanks to the wonders of modern technology, Many of us have caller information that blips onto our phone screen when we receive a call. There are some calls that I will interrupt anything to take. It makes no difference what I'm doing when my wife calls me. I stop it and I take the call. Period. My phone goes into silent mode automatically each evening at a preset time. But I've set up a list of people on my phone that ring through 24 hours a day. I want my wife, my kids, and a few select folk to be able to reach me day or night. But that list is quite small. I'd imagine your 24-hour access list is pretty small, too. I've got some good news for you. You can be on God's 24-hour access list. When someone confesses with their mouth that Jesus is their Lord and believes with all their heart that God raised him from the dead, a whole lot of wonderful things happen. First of all, he wipes your slate clean of every sin, paid in full by the blood of Christ shed upon the cross. He exchanges our failures and filth for his righteousness. He recreates a living spirit within you, places his Holy Spirit upon you as a seal. The most amazing part of it all, from my perspective, is that he chooses to adopt you into his family. You become his son or daughter, one of his kids. Now, like any good parent, God the Father listens when his kids call. Your relationship places you among the righteous and gives you access. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. 
God loves it when we come to him in faith and present our needs. He tells us to ask so that we can receive, to seek so that we can find, and to knock so that he can open the doors for us. He loves it when we ask in childlike faith. And since he knows all things, he knows what we'll ask for and when we'll ask. So our asking is not new information for him. And yet, he's blessed when we ask. Because good fathers love to give good things to their children. And even before the words are on our lips... He's planning the answer to our prayer. God told the prophet Isaiah how ready he is to act on behalf of his children. He told him, before they call, I'll answer. While they are yet speaking, I'll hear. As they were gathered around the table for the Last Supper, Jesus said, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now, you've asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. Did you catch that? God wants us to ask him to bless us. God wants our joy to be full. So how do you know what to ask for? I mean, what does it mean to ask in his name? I mean, it probably won't come as a shock to learn that you can't just pray for whatever happens to pop into your head at any given moment, tack on three magic words at the end, like some sort of an incantation, and expect the Almighty God will hop to it and immediately grant your every whim. (laughs) God is the King of Kings who lives in his heavenly realms of glory. He's not the genie who lives in your bottle. The Lord's Prayer does not begin with the phrase, Our Butler Who Waits in Heaven. When our heart is focused on Him, His kingdom, and His glory, then our personal desires fade. We want what He wants. We who serve Him know that we do not see well. (laughs) In some cases, we may not even see at all. So we ask him to give us the desires of our heart. In other words, we ask God to take what he sees as needful and beneficial and to place those things into our hearts. We ask him to bring our hearts into line with his, to place what he desires deep within us so that We want it too. And as we do, then we come to him with prayers that are in line with his. Prayers that sound more like, use me to advance your kingdom, my Lord, than give me these 75 things now. Here's an example that may shed more light on asking and acting in his name. Let's assume that in the next election of your country, The person elected as head of state is someone you know, trust, and respect. And after they've taken office, they call you to come to the White House or attend Downing Street or whatever the equivalent building is in your nation. You're asked 
to travel as their personal special envoy to a particular place and deliver a message of importance. Well, as you go, you'd be going in their name. In a very real way, it's it's not you who are going. It's the one who sent you. And you can be sure the message you're delivering is one they'll stand behind because they gave it to you. You stand in their stead, deliver their message, speak with their authority on that matter. And you do not, of course, have the right to change the message or the terms. You certainly can't just make up your own message and claim that the president or the prime minister has said it. And even if you did, they they would not be bound to stand behind it. God gives us the desires of our heart, then invites us to participate in accomplishing the advancement of the kingdom of heaven. He gives us gifts, time, talent, treasure, to invest in making the answers to our prayers effective tools for the advancement of his kingdom. That's the message behind the Bible's correction we find in the book of James. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. God hasn't promised to fulfill our own personal list of wishes and wants. He has promised to use us in ways much more significant and eternal than representing some mere earthly monarch as we seek him and serve him with all our hearts. So let's determine to seek him today. Let's ask him to give us the desires of our hearts so we will want what we ought to want and can fulfill the plan he made for us before the creation of the universe. He has a plan for your life and unfulfilled purposes he desires you to walk in. Ask him to show you. Ask him to give you those things. Ask him to use you. Call upon the Lord today. He'll take your call. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. Hey, thanks for joining me today on Mornings with Bishop Robert. I hope you're enjoying spending a few minutes together as we share conversations that illustrate insights and truth from God's Word. Would you consider sharing these conversations with your family and friends? They'll be glad you did. On our website, ceec.church, today's devotional is available to be read in 17 languages. Just click, choose your language down at the bottom, and have at it. And if you've got a prayer need, just send me an email. You can reach me at robert at bishoprobert.com. Now, until we get together again, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his countenance towards you and give you 
his peace. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you. Amen. Amen.